0: I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. Check us out crisscrossing the country with radio stations all over the place sure program directors making this show grow and we're very grateful to the listeners who use word of mouth to get us into radio stations across the country also aftermath.fm provides an affiliate online that's always available from 7 to 10 p.m monday through friday also talkstreamlive.com provides us with that as well as they catalog radio stations across the country and put links to those stations that run feeds of the show so we're very happy that we have enough uh, plenty of venues to catch the program and if you miss the program or you'd like to listen to it a more convenient time we always have aftermath.media that's aftermath.media but there's more than just a show we have all kinds of podcasts from very well-known people uh we have uh study groups books uh ebooks uh kindles uh videos all kinds of things that you can use for research and uh this is amazing that uh we have all this for you and you can you know you can get your own yearly subscription or you can get your own monthly subscription or you can get a subscription for you and three people the the uh we have a great uh, a great deal happening right now $79 a month or right, now $79 for full year access to aftermath.media so go to aftermath.media that's aftermath.media Oh, what a day today. It's been it, it, it's been kind of crazy today. I mean, I got everything done early and had a lot of time. Thought I would take a nap, didn't take a nap. Just came in directly into the show and I'm so I'm still kind of coming down after that, but still I I you know, I, I was doing uh, research last night and uh stumbled upon some stories about Cuba. I know that a few days ago we were discussing Cuba and what's happening there and um I was just noticing that. I guess the Cuban government has now cut off internet access to a lot of people who are protesting there, uh, but of course, access has been restored in some areas. Social media sites, though, have been restricted. I mean, this is how it is in, in Cuba. You know, they, they they don't. If you speak out against the government, they they just shut down the internet. They they shut down Facebook or they shut down any social media, Twitter. You know, here they basically you know, shut you down if you if you speak what they call disinformation or you sound like a domestic terrorist. And it's kind of like, well, what Cuba does, we're doing. But it, I mean, Cuba makes it sound so drastic, right? I mean, they've cut off access to the internet and then they want to reinstate access. and And so what does Biden do? Biden says, well, maybe we should go in there and intervene. You know, <laughs> why? I mean, we're doing the same thing here. Do the same thing here. I mean, technology is, you know, right now vital. It's a vital resource, and and so what? What have we been talking about? With Cyber Polygon. We've been talking about the act. I mean, we had what a, a blackout today. A PlayStation, Airbnb. There were a lot of uh, sites that went down today. And a lot of people were thinking about Cyber Polygon when this happened. But you know, if you want to get a group of people to stop protesting, go after their, go after their communications. Go after. Their TV, go after the media, go after their ability to talk with one another. And this is how this is what happens when you're fighting against a communist dictatorship. I mean, and and so I I just was, you know, looking at this saying, wow, you know, they 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 know exactly how to manipulate the Cubans by taking away their internet access, taking away their Wi Fi access, taking away their TV, taking away whatever they have. And the conditions in Cuba continue to be a cause for concern because people are fed up with the way the communists are running the country. Cuba is in ruin right now. It's been ruined by a government that uses terror and propaganda to repress its people. It locks down its citizens, lock down the citizens. That's what they do. They strip them of their most basic human rights. They silence them and confront families using extortion and threats. So the regime's constant practices of illegal detention, the personal ruin of political dissonance and limitation of fundamental rights It's sounding all too familiar to Americans. Think about it. I mean, Cuba has a government that uses propaganda to confuse its citizens, to repress its people. The United States is locking down citizenry again. We're seeing lockdowns happening again. Our most basic human rights now are being thrown out. Uh, We're being silenced. We're being canceled. And people are being blackmailed, gaslit, bribed in order to do things they wouldn't normally do. So far, no illegal detention, but we're seeing a lot of personal ruin of political dissidents, limitations of fundamental rights. I mean, anyone who travels to Cuba, anyone who's been to Cuba, knows that this is going on. And and they also um, they also say that you know while Cuba says, well, our children are not going hungry, a lot of people witness a lot of child malnutrition in Cuba uh unicef has said that you know it's a lie that children there aren't going hungry and that the regime's there i mean the regime still uses ration cards and 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 misery as tools to keep the population under its boot once again you weaponize food you weaponize water you weaponize all you can't get it unless you do what you're told so the actual data on infant mortality is twice the official figure and much worse than in countries like chile or costa rica and Cuba's international trade over GDP was about 27% of GDP in 2020, compared, for example, with Brazil, which has 32%. Its exports are 14.5% of the GDP, compared to 16% in Brazil. So, what has destroyed Cuba? Well, communism has destroyed Cuba. A destructive and wasteful dictator- dictatorial regime has destroyed Cuba. Cuba has poverty. Poverty level, a poverty level that calculated independently reaches about 50%. That's according to figures from. Uh, O-N-E-I. 35.6% of the working age population is unemployed or, un, uh, or unemployed or underemployed. The monetary and economic disaster would lower the human development index for Cuba from the position of 73 to the last places among the countries in the world. So there are a number of factors here. You know, they blame it on a blockade. They blame it on Trump. They blame it on, I mean, the Soviet collapse in 1991 Cut Russia's main ties to Cuba, which, of course, we know that for the longest time Cuba was an ally, and of course we had you know our worries because what Cuba is just ninety miles away from the United States, and so you know this relationship that we had that we you know the you know we had the missile crisis and all that because of the fact that you know Cuba is ninety miles away, and they've had a shaky economy for a while now, which forced Moscow to stop providing Havana with. Large amounts of oil and other aid. Vladimir Putin, uh, of course, sought to recover the economic and political strategic clout that the Soviets had lost uh, for a long time. There, in December of two thousand, in, in December two thousand, that was months after the start of the first presidential term of Putin. Uh, Vladimir Putin flew to the island of Cuba, and it was the first visit by a Soviet or Russian leader since the Cold War. And he wanted to resurrect the Soviet work on psychoactive armaments. Vladimir Putin went to Cuba and he wanted to resurrect some of the work that was being done on psychoactive arms. In 2012, he declared that Russia would pursue new instruments for achieving political and strategic goals, including... Psycho-physical weaponry. In July of 2014, Vladimir Putin again visited Cuba. This time, he brought a gift. The cancellation of some $30 billion in Cuban debt. So there were a bunch of accords that were signed by Vladimir Putin and and, uh, Cuba. A Russian spy ship, Viktor Leninov, docked in Havana on the eve of the beginning of the uh, reconciliation talks between Cuba and the United States in the early was what what, 2015 and did so again in subsequent years moscow and havana grew close back in well, pretty late in 2016 they were growing really close and so both nations signed a sweeping pact on defense and technology cooperation so as a candidate donald trump faulted the obama administration's normalization policy as a very weak agreement and threatened to scrap it on when he when he reached when he became president and weeks after he won the election in late November 2016 the american embassy in nevada found itself in a crisis and it was a mysterious one it was a mysterious crisis diplomats and their families recounted high pitched sounds in homes and hotel rooms at times these high pitched sounds were intense enough to incapacitate people. Long-term, the symptoms included nausea, crushing headaches, fatigue, dizziness, sleep problems, and hearing loss. The State Department filed diplomatic protests, and the Cuban government denied involvement. In May, the FBI opened an investigation, and its agents began visiting Havana a half year after the incidents began. The last major one hit that summer in August, giving the agents relatively little time to gather clues. In September of 2017, the Trump administration warned travelers to not go to Cuba, said stay away from Cuba, ordered some roughly half of the d- diplomatic personnel to leave Cuba. Rex W. Tillerson, who was then Secretary of State, said the embassy staff had been targeted deliberately, but he refrained from blaming Cuba, and federal officials held out the possibility that a third party may have been responsible. In early October, President Trump expelled 15 Cuban diplomats, producing a chill between the nations. Administration critics said the White House was using the health issue as a pretext to end President Barack Obama's reconciliation policy. The day after the expulsions, the Senate Foreign Relations Committee held a closed, top-secret hearing on the Cuban situation. Three State Department officials testified, as did unnamed senior officials of the Central Intelligence Agency. This was known as the Havana Syndrome investigation. And we talked about the Havana Syndrome when it first broke on Ground Zero. And uh, we've been talking about it ever since with every case that's gone on. Now we have a report of 200 Americans that are reporting that they are victims of the Havana Syndrome. We're going to talk more about this tonight on Ground Zero. 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero. And we'll be back. I'm Clegg Lewis, and you've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. In order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts, you must sign up on our secured server at aftermath.media. It's only four ninety nine a month for the archive shows and podcasts. Or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, ebooks, documents, a social media platform, plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's nine ninety nine a month. Again, that's aftermath.media. That's aftermath.media. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.